Hey everybody and welcome to the Health Tech Podcast where we talk about everything healthcare and technology. I'm your host, James Somaru, and this is your weekly Sunday session. So welcome to this week's Sunday session. Today I've got with me again, Marla Morkin. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, James? I'm all right, thank you. I've got this sort of new look for Sunday sessions where I've uh, not got anything to talk about. I just ring Marla and I'm like, <laughs> let's talk about some health tech stuff. <laughs> just getting really real with my listeners here that like sometimes you just run out of content for podcasts. And so, uh, yeah, if I've forgotten to ask a guest what their top tips for entrepreneurs are or something like that, then uh, I end up in this situation. But here we are. <laughs> and it's lovely to have you Marla and thank you for for accepting at very short notice very early in the morning that's all right it's fun because I, I enjoy having a chat in the morning I think it actually starts off it's like either a chat or a walk nice and like both of those things we could combine them we could we were just saying weren't we with this new clubhouse app we could combine the two and have like a, a morning weekly health tech walk health tech yeah. walk talk I would be so up for that. I just think, well, my New Year's resolution was to get out of the house every day. That's not hard, but I'm finding it hard. I mean, you were saying before, you can't even update your computer. You don't have the time oh to do goodness. it, right? It is so true. Talk about health tech, right? Let's talk about tech to begin with. I literally, <laughs> in a whole week, I've not found the time to restart my computer. Just because, <laughs> so, the, so on, on Zoom, right, so many Zoom calls my video just stopped working. So I couldn't see myself. I couldn't see the person, but they could see me. And so for a week, I've just been sort of like winging it on hoping that I'm framed correctly and the light's fine and all that stuff. And I've got no visual cues from from what they're doing. And so I've needed to restart my computer for a whole week, you know, assuming that will fix the problem, which to be fair, it did. But uh, yeah, just had a whole week where I didn't have the time to restart my computer because I was so frightened of like, how long is it going to take to restart? Am I going to miss a meeting? Is it going to be one of those like 45 minute updates? Like, you just don't, you just don't know. (laughs) Oh oh my goodness. Gosh, this is it. It's this slump now that we're in, isn't it? It's like, like the the third lockdown, I think we're now in. I don't know, it could be the 43rd. I'm not sure. Yeah. (laughs) it's yeah. long it's tiring the nights the days like everything's merging into one and then all of these like things like going for a walk updating your computer trying to do some exercise just being a normal human they're kind of going out the window and it's like everyone's going into like this weird fight or flight yes I do feel like everything's a little bit forced at the moment mm-hmm. nothing feels for me like breezy I'm not sort of breezing through my day with like a couple of things to look forward to a couple of challenges a couple of this and you sort of move your mind towards it like everything's just feeling quite I I can't I need a lot of energy to just get through each day and I say get through I mean like the difference between my work hours and my uh play hours are literally the like two meter distance here from my from my desk to my sofa so it's like oh now I'm in play mode <laughs> but my desk's just over there and I've still got my laptop next to me like it's just a really strange time yeah I completely agree I I, I honestly I've never I think when Bor- uh, Boris Johnson made that made that announcement and said that the UK is now you know have this new new uh, strain of the of the of the vaccine, a strain of the of, the, of, of the virus, and we're all locking down again. I I honestly think there was like a communal nationwide sigh, yeah. like 
here we go again like everyone kind of like slumped and we all put our dressing gowns on and we're like here we go 2021 (laughs) (laughs) oh no I I I totally agree I mean I definitely sighed at that point and I could definitely feel it and it was kind of it was kind of like yeah here we go again definitely was was true for me but also just like I've stopped believing that I'm ever going to be out of lockdown yes the hope I I, the hope's gone yeah and especially because we're probably the two of us we're probably going to get our vaccines 2022 realistically right like in no time soon they have stripped the hope away from us in 2021 that has just happened and so without hope what you know what what gives us momentum to keep up with I mean we we do but what keeps us momentum to keep up with the 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 zoom um chats and the quizzes and the queuing at supermarkets and like all of these other things and not seeing our family and friends like it's draining yeah yeah, I, I don't know what what's keeping us going well I think partly for us we're fortunate being in health tech hmm because actually those professional hours. So for example, with Somex and what I'm doing now, which I'm properly launching in a couple of months so that it's open to all the health tech companies rather than just the ones that I know. I've got, we've got a couple of clients now that are like, well, one of them's heavily involved in the vaccine. So it's quite easy to get up for that because it's like, I'm actually contributing to restoring the hope by helping this person with, you know, commerce PR marketing, et cetera. So professionally it's actually it's it's that bit's not too bad I suppose the mechanics of it are though the zoom calls the mm-hmm. the the literally just moving from desk to sofa and back again sometimes to the kitchen to make some tip like it, that that is quite draining like I and and I think as well and I suppose the difficulty for me personally is that you know from a from a mental health point of view and from a physical health point of view I suppose I find it difficult to motivate myself to leave the house for the sake of it I find myself I find it difficult to do anything to be honest for the sake of it and when it's only my own mental health and physical health going for a walk for some reason that isn't a big enough threshold for me to actually carve out an hour to do it when I could spend that hour doing something for the business or something for someone else or whatever it is. It's funny. Like if I've got a 9am meeting with somebody in, there is literally a 0% chance I'm missing that meeting. If I've put a 9am go to the, go to like the garage and do some workout or go for a walk, there's like a, an 80% chance. I'm just going to go, eh, let me just do something for a client. Like it's strange. Like I can't. It's it's just a, it's it's interesting that I've learned that about myself in this time. That there's no there's no app that I've downloaded. There's no health tech solution that I found personally that could kind of yeah. help me with my own motivation. It's strange. Like I'm not as accountable to myself as I am to other people. And and that I think is really poignant in the messaging that we've got as well. Because if and I know like everyone can say like if it was my shoes like what would I have done but if I was right now delivering these public health messages and I think because we have this privilege of doing the podcast and speaking with these people yeah. right if it were if it was me I would definitely have really put the, the emphasis on what was important for mental health and well-being at this point right so being like yes we do need you to lock down but 
here are things that we can do to help you with your physical health. Here are like exercises we're going to put on the BBC every day. Like, you know, even for the elderly to help him help to cap like some like sofa exercises or something. Right. Then like, what can we do for food? Well, we're going to put like a cooking show on with like basic ingredients that you can cook for like, you know, five pounds a week because we know that everyone's tight for cash. Like, you know, for sleep, we're going to be putting on like Headspace's new documentary. We're going to blast it over. We're going to try and teach you guys things. And what I found is that actually they've been like, yeah, locked down, but then they've also been like, we're seeing in the press penalizing people for going on walks or like uh, trying to discourage people from even meeting in a safe way. And what it's doing is it's batting people down. And you're going to become, you know, if we keep doing these daily habits of what we're doing to people, what, what is this going to look like at the end of 2021? Yeah. It's a good, it's a good point. And I actually spoke about something similar with someone on the podcast, probably a couple of months ago now, time flies. A guy called Dilraj, who um, he's very much into wellness. He's got his own sort of wellness clinic and integrates quite a lot of health tech stuff. But we talked a bit about, responsibility and i think you're right that there's there's no it well let me phrase it a different way it seems to me that there has there is and has always been an incredible personal responsibility for mental and physical health which i completely appreciate like obviously yeah you you should look after that stuff yourself like to a point but when you're in a forced lockdown you've just sparked a thought in me, which is that surely there is, if, if there is then a responsibility of the center of Mm -hmm. those in charge to actually help us with that stuff, because they're only going to fix things for us down the line, which are going to end up being a burden on the health system anyway. And we know already that cancer diagnoses and things, all of that stuff is being delayed. Um, in favor of fixing the immediate problem there's there's the the backlog which i wrote about in forbes like it, all of this stuff you know there's all all these n- new needs for all these health tech companies that are fixing things with different ways of communicating different ways of referring different ways of getting rid of that backlog like it's all it all needs to happen now but you're right i think i just wonder if uh some more responsibility could have been taken for that stuff at least to tell me to go outside like <laughs> tell yeah, me to go exactly. for a walk but I'm the least of their problems, right? It's, it's as you say, it's the people that are, you know, sofa bound that could get up but don't want to because they're afraid. And yeah, strange and then, one. And here's the thing, right? We're here. And I know it's crazy to say this, but I, I, I for example, there are some final year medical students who have had their electives cancelled now, mm-hmm. their exams have been postponed, they're moving on to intensive care front lines, you know, to help out with proning teams and they're really stressed. And I can reach out and I can say, well, look, I, I kind of can like emphasize in some ways. I've obviously been through med school. I'm here to help if you need, if there is anything we can do and like find new elective opportunities or whatever that might be, we can do that. But there aren't like my peers who are still working and have been redeployed. They can't do that right now. The same goes for, um, for any messaging that we can do to help like, like get things out like fine there isn't um 
there isn't a lot of people that can help out that would have been the normal doctors that are constantly working still but like we have this huge health tech community which I'm sure together we could pull together a huge amount of resources on you know apps you could use things you could do we could be so useful um as well and you know we could put together the two of us you know like we could put together some things and we could say you know here here Boris you could give this out to people here are like the best things we could do but the thing is is that all of this takes time and energy as well and it's all about I don't know do you know what I mean like it's I do yeah I do but it's funny isn't it because like you know the likes of Joe Wicks you know the body coach like just taking responsibility and going like yeah I'm just going to do exercises for kids and and stuff to to join into but it's true I mean that's it's it's incredible leadership and incredible you know purpose and and stuff like that I I think yeah it's about purpose as well you know for those medical students and and stuff being deployed to the front line in a way you know that that is an incredible sense of purpose that isn't it it's probably in in a way great for them that they get to feel like that they're contributing and and having a purpose and things like that but going back to the other bit like i i think yeah i think as this as this goes on as um as, as time drags on in this new lockdown more lockdowns you know the vac as you say the, the chances of, of us getting the vaccine anytime soon are pretty low although some narratives say that it'll be all done and dusted by the end of the summer. Like you, you, you just, you just don't know. I mean, I can, I can see it dragging on, but you're right. I think that there are, there are going to be, I mean, whether it comes from health tech, whether it comes from health care, whether it just comes from care, whether it just comes from people like banding together and just being human, who knows, but you're right. I think there is definitely a space for, uh, for help in this yeah. <laughs> in this bit because I don't I don't know I don't know where it comes from I don't I, I really don't no if it was I think I think the easiest way to disseminate this actually is and its content would be through the BBC that would be it right yeah. you would have like these digestible type of things to keep you going with them and, and I know that they have like a few things about like you know eating well eating healthy and all of these different programs but I think there should be like a specific you are in a lockdown, you were shielding, these are really simple things that you can do. And it should be almost weekly, you know, like, or, or more than that, because we've got 365 days in the year, we can't be failing people for like 200 days. And it, oh, I don't know. It's an interesting thing as well about, because I was thinking, like, I've seen a few bits on, like, online and iPlayer and like a few different bits like that. But I think there's some there's something about putting it on like terrestrial TV mm-hmm. so that everybody watches it at the same time. It's almost like a public service announcement yeah. of like of like this is how to look after yourself or like this is the hour that everyone's got off. Everyone, everyone as yeah. much as you can, everyone needs to go outside or something like that because there's some sort of camaraderie in that, isn't there? And I think one thing that I really feel I mean I'm an introvert by nature, right? And even even I am like crying out for some like different human contact <laughs> that's just like an event I mean never thought I'd say this but like I can't wait to go, like go to an event like yeah. goodness me <laughs> like, that's that's strange for me um so yeah I mean I'm, I'm definitely crying out for some sort of uh as I say some sort of camaraderie and some sort of like banding together of people but yeah in, in a small way it's it's the reason that I still think people listen to Annie Mac on a Friday night on Radio One, right? Because they know that everybody else is listening to Annie Mac on Friday on Radio One, and you kind of get that sense of community and that sense of like every, you know, ev- everyone's in this together, like listening to this right now. Because frankly, you know, all the tunes you listen to on Spotify, 
Like yeah. you can listen to any music on Spotify. So why do people listen to the radio? Well, it's yeah. going full circle. It's probably the same reason that Clubhouse has started existing because there's probably something in the fact that everybody's listening to the same thing at the same time and building some or having a shared experience probably. So maybe that, maybe in lockdown, that is what I'm missing. Maybe it's that I'm missing shared experiences because at the end of the day, I, I do mine, you know, in inverted commas, nine to five, like lol, nine to five, yeah, as if, but, you know, I do my nine to five, but then I go on Netflix, that's on demand. I go on Spotify, that's on demand. And I don't, I don't feel like I know what any other human is doing at the moment. We need Love Island back. That's what I <laughs> That's what we need back. Like, we just need I- ITV, if you're listening. James, you requested that we shared experience. So you put some people in a villa and let's this get it. Them. <laughs> this is it. So we can all just talk about the same thing. But you're, yeah. but you're right. It's that shared experience. I, I don't think I've, I, I had thought of it in that way until you've just said it. So it's really mm. interesting the way that you phrase that because it's true. It's that, you know, as we're saying, like we're all, it is public service now. Like having something that we can all, really listen and engage with and almost have like a a big public figure that we all know and love in our living rooms telling us it's all going to be okay I don't know if you've ever seen on CBBS. I don't know if you've ever seen (laughs) this is going back on CBBS when I when I babysit right there's this I have to reclaim all of these things there is this um show where celebrities read goodnight stories really that's amazing and it's brilliant you get like the best actors the best everything you know oscar winners and they read bedtime their favorite bedtime book to kids wow it's one of my favorite from like morgan freeman i know right it's brilliant and i think i think it was the tom hiddleston one like it was the most watched episode of like anything on ipad something (laughs) crazy like that tom hiddleston reading a bedtime story is yeah appealing to quite a few demographics to be fair (laughs) i mean i tuned in (laughs) and so and so they what they do is they're bringing some type of experience everyone has in their life like whether it's you know like when they cooked like the turkey on christmas day live or when they read a bedtime story live like bringing something that everyone does live like you get two people that we love going on just the daily walk. Like, how fun would that be, right? You just watch, like, I don't know, David Attenborough and the Queen just going for a walk. <laughs> I would tune in. Like, I'd be like, what are they going to chat about today? Like, or it'd be like Prince Philip and, like, taking out his son for a walk. I'd tune in. Like, you know, like, something like that would just... Oh, it's kind of like carpool karaoke, isn't it? Christ, we're going off brand here, yeah. but, like... <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right. Shared experience. I, yeah, and I, I think that, yeah... <sighs> kind of putting my media hat on there to see like how would that how would we uh what can we do to help what could we do to help what could we do that's similar I'll ponder it I'll ponder it because this is the thing right and one of my one of my big bugbears at the moment is that we need more positivity that's it like the news is slamming and it's like the news versus government versus NHS Mm. people don't have the capacity to be like as like opening their heart and caring as much because everyone is like battling. Well, I think it's because we all did what we were told and we're still in this mess. Yeah. And so I think patience has run out. Yeah. It certainly has for me because I'm like, I've done everything. I've done literally, I've, I've done everything and it hasn't worked and that's not my fault. So and who you can't, do you you can't just keep, well, I don't, but, 
I, I don't think in that way, right? I don't, I don't think, I don't think anybody has intentionally done anything. Well, I might be wrong, but like, I don't think anybody, everybody's tried to do the best thing for whatever group they represent, right? So that's just how a system works. I just think we're in this situation. So I don't, I don't lay blame at anyone's door, but I do, I do think that where the, where the leadership has told us to do certain things, they could, that, that are restricting, they could also do things that enable other things that are good, right? So like you say, if you're going to lock us down, give us something else too. <laughs> give us a bank holiday. If every yeah. lockdown gives a bank holiday or like a few yeah. bank holidays, or like just some, like just some, like that might be stupid or it might be really genius. I don't know. <laughs> like, something along those lines. Yeah. I just kind of think, give me like, give me something with back the at this first point. day of lockdown everyone needs the day off work if you're going to put us into a global lockdown you're going to close the schools that first day everyone should have been given that so day literally off, get right? your house in order yeah yeah so you know sort your kids out make sure they've got a laptop there was broadband debate it shouldn't even be a debate everyone mm. should have access to internet in the country by now mm. like, what is going on yeah (laughs) yeah well we're so heavily relying on technology aren't we like so heavily leaning on technology that yes it seems to me that uh, it's 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 an it's an obvious one i think which is going to enable so much in the future as well right and i think you know i was thinking the other day i wonder what the next pandemic will look like because there'll be one obviously there'll be one um just as a function of time there'll be no excuse next time around. They've got to get it right. The technology's got to be in place. The healthcare's got to be in place. The health tech's got to be in place. The systems that keep our mental health have got to be in place. Like it's all got to be in place for next time. So I do, I do wonder what the next pandemic will look like. I think there'll be a lot of inquiries after this. And I mm. think that a lot of people will be asked about what really happened during this. Yeah. The is, is that there are people, and I, I, my heart goes out to them. They have worked in these like NHS Englands and NHS Exes, and they have worked their butts off. Mm. You know, for the last year and a bit, they have been nonstop weekends, evenings, trying to get this together, and you know, sacrificing their own personal lives for the well-being of the whole of the whole nation. And they have also gone unnoticed. So we're going to have to be not only holding people accountable, but we're going to have to be highlighting, applauding, giving time off to these people that are the unsung heroes that, you know, that overnight built new technologies for track and trace or like, you know, went went through and got PPE from the most like dark depths of the world or, you know, these people that set up new ITU beds and hospitals in three days, like whatever that is, everyone needs to be, it, it, it almost what we need after this is just a moment of like okay chill out now exhale we need yeah and exhale exactly I, I yeah I totally agree I, I don't know when that point will be and my the cynic in me thinks that ah, we won't get that it'll just be a slowly a slow ramp up of everything else that that we missed out on but either way I I, I do agree with you it'd be so nice but I think We'll hopefully get that socially, right? I think the positivity here, I think, is that it will end at some point. I think in the meantime, you and I can put our heads together and figure out a way of doing something um, in a very small way. We'll, we'll do, our, we'll try and do our bit. But I think, 
at some point we'll be able to do it in person. At some point we'll be able to do those walks and those talks and those events and those, all those things. And that'll be so fun. And I mean, the thought, the thought of like a nightclub, like where like there's like a thousand people in a small room. Like you think of it now and you're like, how on earth was that ever allowed to happen? But you're like, oh yeah, because it was just a normal work. Like, yeah, mine is bowling. Like, why would you put your fingers in the same bowling ball as someone else? You like take your hands so out true. and you like eat. It, it's, it might just redefine standards of hygiene and standards of like shaking every random person's hand that you meet and all this stuff. It's 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 funny how it's changed psyche. I know it's oh, it's gonna be so interesting. What's the first thing you're gonna do when? Uh, you do <laughs> I was gonna joke there, go to fabric, but I'm probably not. Um, <laughs> What, 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 is the, what is the first thing that I'm going to do? Um, I'll probably just meet like five of my mates at the same time, <laughs> indoors, have a meal, <laughs> go to a bar. Like I just, it'll be yeah. something like that. That'll just, it'll feel so naughty, <laughs> but like, it'll just, it'll be so good. Um, but that's the stuff I'm looking forward to, just getting back with my friends and that social contact again. I think that's going to be okay. the most important thing hugging and like you know like not worrying not worrying about having to have a window open oh, <laughs> honestly time. shutting honestly. the windows <laughs> it's going to be a collective shut noise isn't it oh, <laughs> definitely definitely as all the doors open and the windows close and everyone just rushes out <laughs> see you oh. later <laughs> god yeah it's, it's final thought i was thinking the other day um uh, someone one of my neighbors actually went went into london for something and he just said like it looked like an absolute ghost town like literally a ghost town and i was thinking like do you remember the film like 28 days later it was like a zombie yeah. film and it was like it was apparently like really difficult to film because like when on earth would you have like empty london streets in daylight and they had to film at like 5 a.m or something and i was just thinking like the amount of zombie apocalypse films that you could film in london now like there's a positive like you could film a load of those that's work that you can't do indoor in, in, in your own home. So you could get out and film some stuff. But anyway, you could get some great shots of yourself, profile photos. <laughs> if anyone that's still listening, yeah, shared experiences in zombie apocalypse movies. That's really <laughs> We're literally living through it. Like here it is, the virus that that oh my goodness. Anyway, on that on that note, bit of a different flavour for this week's Sunday session. But thank you so much for uh, coming on, Marla. And I look forward to uh, you coming on next time. Thank you. Hey everyone, thanks for listening and making it all the way to the end of this episode. Remember to subscribe, rate us and leave a review and you can head to the description of this episode to follow me on all of my social media so you don't miss out on any of the latest health tech content.